we're back with another episode of the Under Pressure podcast. My name is Jake Barker, your host. As always, I hope that you've managed to uh, have a listen to the podcast uh, that we had last week with uh, one of my mates, Zach, and we talked all about his uh, knee rehab and his doggies, and, and they did end up winning. So we'll, uh, I'll have to check in with him on how they're going. But yeah, make sure to check out all our socials as well. We've got uh, Facebook uh, at Under Pressure Podcast, and you've and Instagram and Twitter at under pressure one underscore. So check those out and check check out it uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, so it'll be your your time tomorrow. There'll be a couple of posts out plus this podcast as well. So make sure you tune into that one. Now today we have one one of my uni mates from back in the day. I haven't haven't had a, managed to have a chat with him for a very long time. I'm glad to have him on the podcast. Jarrett, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, going pretty well. Everything's uh, ticking along nicely. Obviously, we're, we're stuck inside, so podcast is a good thing to do. Yeah, that's the new times. <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. Now, mm. I, I, we were just chatting off there before, and I understand you have, have your own podcast at the moment as well. You're doing, doing on with a couple of mates? Yeah, doing one with the team. So it's called... Creating cricketing history, uh, yeah, on everything, so including TikTok. There you go, there you go, <laughs> fantastic. Well, make sure make sure you go check that one out. Another podcast, to listen to, and a bit of extra extra listening. It's fantastic, mm. awesome. Now, on this show, we, we like to talk a bit about uh, the unfortunate sides of sport, and uh, sometimes when you play sport, it comes with a bit of injuries, as uh, I know, and as as I know that you know as well. Uh, it's a bit unfortunate. Uh, talk us through a bit about what you what you've played in, like from right since you were a youngster to now, and and then we'll sort of uh, get into a bit of uh, injury talk if you don't mind. So yeah, let us know what you've uh, been doing over the years. Uh, so obviously being in a sporting family, I tried every sport, did athletics for a year, but then it clashed with the soccer and the footy and the cricket. So obviously. That was my main focus. Um, yeah, so kept playing cricket even to this day. Uh, soccer, I gave up been under 11s because <laughs> yeah. it clashed with football. Priorities, and yeah. And then yeah, probably should have stuck with soccer, less injuries. Well, true, um, yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. Ah, so, nice. yeah, but playing cricket and footy ever since. Ever since. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Same clubs or, or different clubs throughout throughout that time? Uh, different clubs. Yeah. Just, oh. yeah, like had to go to Premier, got injured. Uh, then obviously took a step back. My mate got me to coach their club. So I was, yeah, coach oh, Chelton Park for two seasons. Yeah, fantastic. Then another mate wanted me over to Gingervik. So I coached there for a year. Yeah. Then I just... Like lately, the last two seasons, just been wanting to play with my brother, sister, mates. Um, yeah, a couple of uni mates, which you would know as well. They've yeah, the last two seasons. Yeah, that's and awesome. Yeah, we've gone yeah. back to back. So, it's yeah, been pretty <laughs> awesome to win a flag with them. Having a bit of success. Oh, I'd like to hear that. I mean, I, yes. I didn't have too much success last year. We lost in the granny, got rolled. As a, <laughs> I don't know if I told you that actually. Got rolled in there oh, in our granny for, for 44. That was uh, not not a fun day, that one. But uh, we'll, we'll digress from that. Now, obviously, with uh, uh, sport, we know comes 
a fair, uh, the unfortunate side with the injuries. Now, we try to talk about more of the, uh, the longer-term type injuries. Have you, have you experienced any long-term uh, injuries over your time playing both either cricket or, or footy or athletics if you manage to hurt yourself doing athletics? Yeah, no, nothing at athletics because I was, yeah, six or seven years old then. Yeah. Um, I suppose besides a uh, broken finger play footy, school footy. Yeah. That was, I suppose, the first of the injuries. Um, and obviously, yeah, broken fingers like six, eight weeks. Yeah. Then the main one I had was the neck. I injured my neck at footy training. So that took me out a while. And then obviously I rushed back to play the grand final. Didn't do anything, <laughs> just off the bench. Lovely, lovely. Get in there. And then I think the major one really started was when I was at Frankston in the Premier, um, yeah, Victorian Premier League or whatever it's called now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the, did the Achilles. Um, oh. wasn't a full, wasn't yeah. a full one. It was a grade one or two or whatever it was. Yeah, just a training, went to bowl and landed and then gave way and then... Yeah, okay. it was not did the greatest of feeling. Yeah, did you? What, what did you feel oh. when that, that went? Like, was it felt like a crack, and then yeah, just uh, yeah. felt loose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. It wasn't like I suppose the rough edge and all how they say you know like it snaps and then that it really they look behind. But yeah. My one, it just felt I do as I landed. That. Yeah, it that's felt right. Like it was a crack. Just, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't too sure what it was. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, just went and got some x-rays and all that CT scans and whatnot. And, yeah, I was on crutches for yeah, a while. Yeah, the unfortunate side of uh, doing a leg injury. You have to uh, walk mm. around with those sticks. <laughs> no but I suppose that's all. when, yeah, everything started going downhill, I suppose. <laughs> So, yeah, like my first game for them, I, which I find it a bit silly. Yeah. But there was a white um, behind the screen, white screen. Yeah. Okay. So they hit. So I was fielding mid on. It's hit the ball and it just camouflaged into obviously the white screen, white oh, ball. Oh, no. Yeah. Couldn't really pick it up. And obviously wearing glasses, but on the sporting field, I don't wear glasses. Don't yeah. get contacts either. Um, yeah. Hit me right there. Bit of delayed concussion. Um, went back and batted. Which I can't remember. <laughs> um, That's, yeah, a so that, <laughs> <laughs> That's a little concerning. That's a little concerning. So that happened. And then I was out pretty much till Christmas. Then because we were winning, I wanted to come back. Of course. And played yeah. one game. Then, yeah. Yeah, then the Achilles happened at training. Um, then playing, yeah, leading up the finals, I really wanted to play. Probably shouldn't have played, but... Wanted to play, so I played. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're going to have you after it. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah. I suppose, there, yeah, I'm right, I'm right, which in the long run, I wasn't. Mm. Um, so that was that. Then turned to the footy season, which I probably shouldn't play that footy season, but I did. Oh, was it the following season after, was it? Like the, yeah. straight off the uh, cricket season? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kicked the goal, but it was yeah. like... I don't know if you've ever seen Daniel Wells kick like a Chucky Chan goal in the goal square. Oh, yeah. That they was, ran and yeah. got out of the rock and kicked it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Ages yeah, ago. So yeah, yeah. Coming in, I was running and there was like three blokes around me. So I thought the only way I got to try to pull is it. 
So I did that. But yeah. as I landed, my knee just gave way. So that was right knee. Yeah. Then again, I wanted to play again. Of course. So I rushed <laughs> back. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have, but I did. Yeah. And then the other knee. Kicked the goal, same thing, the goal, and then the left knee, the same thing, and it was PCL. And um, oh, yeah, Dad, so I should retire, which I should have, but I didn't, and I kept playing. I mean, well, that same the season, game? I threw off, then came back. Oh, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I was just checking. Because <laughs> my brother wanted to play. Yeah. Um, uh, so the first one was like, I don't know. <laughs> the first one was like around three or something, then came back literally around 18. So I had like you know, 14 weeks off. Yep. Then did the other one. Oh. And then, yeah, took then took an actual season off. Um, yep. Thought about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And brother wanted to play. So I thought, yep, want to play with my brother. Why not? 100%. Then again, played the first game, no injuries. The seniors called me up. I said, like, okay, yep. Playing the seniors. Awesome. And then did my knee again, my PCL on the right knee. <laughs> it's kind of becoming a, a recurring thing here. It's like. <laughs> yeah. So, but luckily it's not like an ACL like yourself. So it's not, yeah. I suppose, a full Rico. Yeah. It's just, I suppose, technically the minor ones like PCLs, mm. MCLs. So, yeah. So I took like the rest of that year off. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Cricket, I've had stress fractures. Um, yeah, and that was, yeah, this slightly out of place. So me being me, I thought, again, like, I'll just keep playing. So I didn't bowl, so I thought bowling's the issue, so I'll just bat. Then I thought because we didn't have a keeper, I'll keep. <laughs> just just to fix it, Mr. Fix-It now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll try to. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Got to Christmas and yeah, the back was just playing up a lot, and then obviously the knees are a bit sore. So then, yeah, I just gave that up for pretty much yeah, the rest of the season. Yep. Then came back for the start of the next season. The same thing happened. I played, I think, maybe the first three games, and then no, nah, need the rest of the season to yeah, get the body right. Yeah, fair. So I did that. Um, then what else? Oh, well. Not really a sporting in injury, but at work, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah. Bikes. What yeah. are they called? They go into the bike. You, there's three wheels. Oh, yeah. And you enclose in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Oh, someone, I will, someone will know. I, I, I guarantee yeah. someone will message it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing. So yeah. I thought I could just ride down the hill, you know, setting up for HPV. Human uh, power vehicles. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. I thought I'll just write down, you know, set up for the kids, for the training, for school. But it got too, it was going too fast. And I just had a mental blank of how to, you know, pull the handbrake. So I just thought I opened the window, put my hand out to stop it. You know, as you do, you know, you're thinking very smart. Yep, <laughs> so yeah. So I chucked out just, my hand, yep. the whole thing's rolled over, and oh. it actually came. And that was, um, yeah, last or two seasons going cricket. So, yeah, played round one, round two. Then it was yeah, that started round three. Yeah. That was dislocation. So, yeah, yeah, play with a couple of mates, 
my family, so I had my brother, my dad, my sister playing. So they all qualified, and I thought, no, I want to play, I want to qualify. Um, yeah, then came back towards the end of the season, just yeah, getting by, not really doing anything, really setting myself for the finals. And then, yeah, to win it, come back in grand final and win it was yeah, amazing. And, yeah, it was oh, yeah. amazing to bat with my sister, first time ever. Yeah. And we... We were a bit of trouble. I think we were about three for 20. And then Ooh. she unfortunately went out and we put on like 97 on something, 96, 97 run partnership. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And then, yeah, she went out. Dad walked in. I hit a six. I got 50. <laughs> so it was good to celebrate my 50 with him. And then yeah. Unfortunately, he, he went out. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then do you remember Andrew Larry's from... Uni. I do, yeah, yeah, I do, I do. He is one of them that played. And oh, he wonderful! Was there, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was out there for my hundred. So, oh, that's was, yeah. awesome. That would have it's been really an awesome good. feeling. Yeah, well, that's so great. Back in this, uh, I suppose, level. Yeah, you had to retire on a hundred, so retired. So hit the hundred, retired. Yep. And then yeah, that was it. So yeah, it was yeah, great fun, great day. And then yeah, this season I thought, yep. Injury free, I'm fine, I'm good, it'll be great. <laughs> and I'll look after your body, you know, do the rehab, slowly work into it as you mm. were nervous yourself. That's, yeah. Then trying to take a spectacular catch, just dove about a meter and then landed out. She came uh, this occasion just oh, after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Same shoulder again. Um, yeah. yeah. And walking off the ground, the keeper. Which he will love this. Cam Watts, I've got to give him a shout out. Great bloke. <laughs> get around him. Go follow him on everything. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to do it too. I'll get on it. <laughs> he actually put my shoulder back in. So he was walking, helped me carrying it off. And then he bumped me and it just went straight in. And I was like, oh, that's fine. But yeah, went and got it checked out. And yeah, looked was after that- myself. Yeah. This season just gone. So that yeah. was the same day. It was pretty much probably 10 minutes after it came out. Amazing. Yeah. So he takes full ownership of that, that he helped my shoulder, got it back into place. So to Cam, I thank you. Oh, 100%. 100%. Just pops it straight back in with a little bump. I love it. Mm. That, that's your old school type of uh, <laughs> popping it back yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. And then took the rest of, obviously, that's, that was the first game back. Mm. January, like mid-January, then I was adamant of getting back for finals. The same thing, you know, my sister was playing, my brother, dad retired from the year before. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I had a couple of mates came across to play and win, and obviously, yeah, we, we had a very good side. We were undefeated. The semi-final, it was all over in, like, two hours. We rolled up to 30, and, <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't even a game, really. So you're saying your grand final was 40. The semi-final was uh we got a little more. <laughs> we got a little more. Not too good, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I did all, yeah, again, did the rehab. Really wanted to. So I set my mindset, not really do anything, getting body right. For finals, I want to open the bowl. That was my aim. Mm-hmm. Came back, opened the bowling, felt fine as, felt really good rhythm, had everything down packed, did the rehab properly, and said, oh, I suppose, Year before, so years before, with my knees and backs, and yeah, just wanted to play as much sport as I could. Of course, yeah. So, so I took a more serious rehab. Obviously, you know, 
you learn when you're older instead of you, when you're younger. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, Couldn't agree more with that one. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And then, so the semi-final was pretty easy. Yeah, just bumped my four overs or five overs, whatever it was. Just nice, easy. Found my rhythm. I thought, yep, grand final, same thing. Um, yeah, we won the toss. I was like, yep, we'll have a bowl. And it was a wet day. I don't know if your, your grand final was a wet day. It was, yeah, it was very wet. And I did the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, we bowled. Um, we had to get 10 overs in to make it a, you know, yep. officially a game. <laughs> same as it, yeah, same as us, yeah. Yeah, so I, <laughs> me being a pace bowler, obviously came off, you know, my 15 steps or whatever it is and bowled two overs and it started mm. to spit. Yeah. So then obviously it went from 15 to like five metres. <laughs> Just roll in, get it done with. Get it in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did my five and obviously that completed the 10 overs and then I felt fine. And then Good, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Rolled, him, rolled him for 70. Um, so I was more worried at batting because obviously, you know, being right-handed, top, top-handed, it's the shoulder. Yeah. It's sore. But, um, yeah, obviously another easy chase or easy but you know you know you set the mindset 70 yeah you got a good side you start well should be fine yeah did have a bit of a worry a bit because the fourth ball the innings which another player who i will name because as you know as a cricketer when you're chasing a low total if you hit the ball straight to a fielder do you run Uh, that would be a no, and I bat 11, so. No. So I'm going to name and shame him, which he will love. Brandon uh, Intellini. I love it. He, chasing seven, walking yep. at the bat. Nothing silly, boys, nothing silly. Fourth ball in, bang, strike to the fielder. One to get off the mark, which I can understand, obviously. Don't get the nerves. Always want to. You know, yep. make a duck in the grand final. I feel that. Yeah. Straight to a fielder, said yes. The other bloke, you know, he's a bigger lad, not the quickest and the sharpest. Never a single day in the first place. He was pretty much run out, like, took five steps from, you know, the non-striker, and he was out by a mile. <laughs> so, oh, we're one for none. Diamond Duck. <laughs> torched him. <laughs> yep. He's absolutely torched him. So, he's got the nickname of, obviously, Barbecue. Oh yeah, of course. You can't you can't go without that now. So it was one of the worst runouts I've ever seen. I've seen some bad ones over my time, but that was one of the worst ones. <laughs> I wish I had a video so I could show you guys and the viewers right now. Oh but... <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. I should I should get some content. That'd be uh, that'd be quite interesting. I haven't been a part of any uh terrible runouts, but uh Touch wood, touch wood, I'm not involved in any. I mean, I'm probably not going to be involved in, in many bad ones considering where I bat. Mm. I just have to run and make the other guy look good. That's that's what I do. So, and try and stay in as long as I can. But yeah, don't get any runouts my way unless it's <laughs> trying to win a game. So you're trying mm. to score anyway, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, Correct. Like, you see so many barbecues, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> Exactly. And all it is is just mm. communication. Just communication. Mm, that's it. And just smart running too. That, that's exactly right. Now, Especially uh, when you're to a fielder. Don't oh, run. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Simple game yeah. sometimes, isn't it? Simple mm. game. Now, some but we make that, it hard. <laughs> we do. We do. That kind of sort of leads into the next little bit with like the, the injuries and injuries and whatnot. The rehab side of things with um, sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it can be easy. 
Now, just in general, how would you say you are as a, a rehabilitator when you when you do get injured? Now, I'm sort of getting a vibe here that you like to get back before the injury might be fully healed. Is, is that a, would I be correct in saying that? Unfortunately, <laughs> you're spot on. <laughs> like, like now, I've unfortunately broke my finger. Of course, yeah. It wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't um, be the injury podcast without no. having an injury on it. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be plastered like that all the way up. But yeah. You know, being old school, I suppose. She'll be right. Just tape it up, give it four, six weeks, which I will take seriously because obviously locked down now, you can't really do much. I'm not yeah. playing cricket this year anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, then after the grand final, three days after at work, mm. unfortunately a student injured himself, um, the shoulder, which dislocated upwards instead of downwards this time, oh. fractured, yeah, the um, shoulder blade area. Mm. So there's loose bones everywhere. Um, and yeah, it's torn the muscle off to a degree. We don't know how bad it is, okay. Yeah, um, but that's where I find out. Yeah, in I think two weeks, as I said earlier to you, yeah, um, yeah, two, three weeks, whenever it is, and then yeah, we'll go in, have surgery, fix it all up, take all the loose bones out. And then I've had a mindset of not playing this season at all, but okay. Yeah, I'm hoping um, to get back because um, yeah, they're going. For, well, our team is going for three in a row, and that would be a massive, excuse me, a massive achievement. Oh, but no doubt. No I do doubt. understand. Obviously, yeah, I've got to get my body right, and I've already in the mindset. This season's gone. Happy to obviously watch, do yeah, our podcast and with other other team members like you know what we're doing here, and as we said earlier on yeah. all our um, social media pages and whatnot. Mm. But yeah, so I suppose now being older, as I said previously, knowing what I know now, sort of when I was younger, I mm. should have probably known not come back earlier, played that you know round eighteen game when we're not making finals, um, or you know come back when my body wasn't feeling right, but I wanted to play with my brother, or you know go to play in the ones and the footy should have just kept playing it just in the twos, just a bit of fun. Mm. And yeah, so it's just yeah, it's one of those things that you you've got to learn over time, I guess. I think I was I was a bit similar. I mean, I haven't I probably haven't dealt with as many injuries <laughs> as what you've had over over the last few years. But yeah, with uh with the earlier injuries, I probably I was a bit the same. I probably didn't um get the rehab or do the rehab as frequently as I probably should have. And mm. it, it can affect you a little bit down the line, but if you, if you do get it right and it looks like you've got got a really good mindset for this season, although it's um, probably not the most ideal thing and you, you sort of come to terms in maybe not playing this season and I'm sort of, I'm a bit the same coming to terms with not, not playing, but it looks like you, you got plenty of, uh, plenty of different things to do still around the club and like with your podcast and, 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 and everything else, coaching and whatnot. I think that, That'll be able to keep you busy, and if you can do enough of that stuff, I think um, you can sort of have that that good mindset, and that'll sort of rub off onto the the rehab side of things. I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, knowing, I suppose, like yourself and other people, talking to people who's had injuries before, listening to them, and they all say the same thing as we're talking about. When they're older, they're more realise of they probably should have, you know, taken that extra week or two or mm. done, you know, that specific exercise correctly instead of just oh, rushing through it. 
that's yeah 100% I get that yeah I get that all the time and it's it's you, you think it's just some some person talking at you all the time but you, you, you mm-hmm. if you take it in it really it really does uh really does affect you down the line and if you do the right things now it, it certainly won't so that's good to mm. good to hear that the uh the mindset's good and uh ready for some uh rehab hopefully not for not for too long i'm i'm hoping <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, yeah, too. Hopefully it's probably three months, six months. I'm not yeah, too sure about this injury, so to speak. At first, I thought it was going to be a rego on yeah. the shoulder. But after more scans and more yeah, testing whatnot, it's just a minor one. But, yeah, don't, don't know the rehab and how long, which uh, some of the cricket people don't know. So if they're watching this, I'm sorry to tell you right now. <laughs> oh, well, this this is uh, we are recording this the night before I release it. So hopefully, if they do listen to it, they'll they will find out. But no, appreciate the uh, the insight on on all your on all your injuries uh, that you've had over your time. It's it's obviously comes with the nature of playing sport, unfortunately. But I mean, that's that we love playing sport, and sometimes that those things happen. So. Um, yeah, appreciate the insight, and I hope some, I'm sure some people have definitely uh, uh, got some taken away something from uh, from this little chat. But but after this, uh, we will uh, get into a couple of your loves. I know you're a beloved Hawks fan. Uh, we've had we've had some many conversations with our two teams, and we might get into a, a bit of cricket as well. So uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk all things footy and cricket right after this. And we're back with segment two of the Under Pressure podcast. With me, I have one of my good uni mates from back in the day, Jarrett. Now, we're going to talk all things sport in this segment. I mean, we talk all things sport right throughout the show, but this is going to be more focused on uh, the teams you the teams you watch and uh, and some of the sports that you enjoy. And uh, back in the day, I, uh, I know you're an avid, avid Hawks fan, and I... I can imagine that you are still uh, still out to this day. Um, what did you make of yep. what did you make of their season this year? Obviously, probably in a bit of a, a rebuilding sort of time at the moment. But how did you sort of see the, the season play out? Yeah, they're in there. Obviously, rebuild. Obviously, I kind of knew Clarko and Burgoyne was going to retire or move on. Like that yep. was a given. Mm. And if you always listen to Clarko. As it came out, you know, as soon as his kid was, you know, finishing school, he wanted to stop. So I kind of knew it was his time. Yeah. Um, then obviously some of the injuries we had, like obviously there's always injuries at every other club. And obviously <laughs> of it affects people's performances and whatnot. Mm. But our list is all right. And I honestly thought if we, you know, Touchwood had no injuries, we would yeah. have finished anywhere between, I suppose, eighth, because you know, eighth is always up for grabs, no matter what year. Every it is. year, yeah, you're right. Every year. Yeah. Mm. Eight to about I reckon twelve. That's where I thought we were. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then obviously some of the injuries happen and then yeah, there were some games, I suppose, like we should have won, but didn't play that well, didn't take our chances. Mm. Then obviously got to you know, half of the season. I was like, okay, well, let's just finish, you know, 16th, 17th, so we can get, you know, pick two or three, as I suppose every spectator would do. 
That's it. They just yep. need one. Mm-hmm. They want to yeah, get the best draft picks. Of course, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, no but then yeah, when Clarko's Clarko's um, yeah, I suppose sacking as they call it. Came well, out. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, is it? It's a, it's essentially a sacking, isn't it? Like because it's not a hundred percent. He didn't do it on his own terms, did he? Like it was, yeah. He no. He got pushed, so it's a sacking essentially. <laughs> Which is, uh, well, it all came because Buckley got sacked. So if he didn't get sacked, it would have been fine. Um, Mitchell would have finished Box Hill this year, obviously. Probably worked his way into the assistant coach, being like, yeah, as a co-coach, so, so to speak. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. But, yeah, like, you know, if you listen to Clarko from, you know, last couple of years, he's been wanting to know what's the next part because he knows he's not going to be there forever. Yeah, that's the thing. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, kind of, yeah, but when that, I suppose, all came out and got sacked, and it wasn't like a sacking, it was yeah, the co coach next year. I thought that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> then, obviously, what, like two weeks later, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's come out and said, I'm not coaching next year. <laughs> yep. That's like, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone really believed that at the time. Like, it was just, it was more of your, you, you cover up sort of story like it was never going to happen. Yes, I don't, I don't think he would have ever agreed to that. Like it just doesn't sound like something he would he would do. Like yeah, especially after all the success and what he's yeah, done correct. for the game. And mm. but I think because of COVID, the last two seasons, he was pretty happy to leave this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean not. So wrong. I think he. Yeah, I think he didn't want to go next year. Is my personal belief after listening to what he actually says. Mm. But then obviously putting, you know, trying to make Smith be, oh, Smith, Sam under him and watch him and, you know, learn off him like he has this year and every other year he's played, obviously. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So I think secretly he wanted to go pretty much this year, like his kids obviously finished in 12. And obviously COVID, you know, and I reckon there's a lot of players who's retired this year because of it. Like, you know, the early 30s, they probably could have played an extra couple of years. Um, like, you know, Ben Stratton, I think he retired a bit earlier mm. because of COVID and he was away from his missus and they probably, you know, now they've got a kid. So I think they wanted to start that where last year they really couldn't. It would be like this year situation, you know, um, you know, some players not playing because of their partners being pregnant or whatever mm, because that's... obviously COVID, you can't come together. And Correct, so I think yeah. that was the main thing for him. And obviously there's, well, I think, maybe a handful this year as well, which is in the same boat, I reckon. But they won't, they won't come out and say it. But I reckon they might, you know, when they're older, talk about it, <laughs> like we do with, with our injuries. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah, but... I thought we would finish anywhere between eighth and twelfth, hoping eighth. But no, nah, I reckon yeah, like 10, 11, 12. and I think we finished thirteenth or fourteenth anyway, and we finished finished very well. We should have beat Melbourne, in my opinion. <laughs> But yeah, you, you bring back obviously, you know, the Gunstons if he stays, um, Sicily, MP. There's, there's a couple that's been I mean, in and out of the team. That's as three key players as you as you're gonna get. Like that's a that's a key post in your forward line that, mm. that you've missed for for the entirety of the year. I mean, I guess you've got to blood some young guys as well. Um, Kaczynski, for instance, played a little bit um, mm. as well. Um, and then and then Sicily. There's obviously been talks of like like he's almost captain material, and to miss him uh, down in defence, like he's been 
he's been pretty rock solid back there for the last few years. And to miss him for an entire year is uh, it just deflates the deflate, deflates it back there really. But and mm. then but then you've got guys like I know he didn't probably play as many games. He was a bit injured this year too. But Will Day looks like a, a great a great piece yes. there for you. He's the other one I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> could <I> remember. <laughs> he looks like he looks like a ready-made player, which is mm. exactly what you need for a young team and to sort of yes. to bring them back up the ladder. I mean, I know you guys yeah. finished finished rather strong this year with three wins and a draw. So taking fourteen points from your last four games, which is pretty two handy. draws, two draws, two draws. Was it two draws? Ah. Yeah. Last round, play Richmond. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I by five goals or four <laughs> goals, whatever it was, and they kick one like on the siren. Oh, that was brutal. I watched that. I watched that game. Uh, yeah, and I was just hoping, oh. just hoping Sean Burgoyne's hand would get to that ball before the line. And and how is that? <laughs> the last play of the game, he's yeah. diving in his last ever game, and he was so close to yeah. It's amazing. Saving yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, going into Sean Burgoyne, like he. I mean, when did he come in? Like, you guys only probably expect, yeah, expected three years from him, and he's played in two hundred and fifty games for you guys. And look, people mm. are probably going to remember him more for his time at Hawthorne now than probably Port Adelaide, to be honest, because of yeah, because he's been he's at, obviously, yeah, he's been yeah. at that club for twelve or thirteen years, whatever it was now. I mean, and to get that much out of, I mean, I, it was very minimal that I'm pretty sure that you gave up for him. So, uh, look, to, nah, we gave pick nine up. Oh, do you give pick nine up? Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm probably, pretty I'm, sure it was pick do remember, nine. Do you remember but who pick nine was? He, uh, yeah, I can't. I couldn't. Not the top of my head, but I know he didn't play much. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, but yeah, like obviously to hear he's on his way out. You know, he's got bad knees. 150 games, one flag. He's on his way out. You can have him for pick nine, and there you go. But yeah, now look at it. You know, he missed the first half of the season because of his fractured cheek and his knee, obviously. And then just being a superstar through the times we had success for those, you know, between what, 2011 with the prelim and then yeah. 2012 with losing the granny. And then, yeah, 13, yeah, had, 14 and 15. That's, I mean, that's it. You can't get can't get much more success than uh, three in a row. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've had my hand... I've had my head in my hands many times because of big Shawnee Burgoyne. So, <laughs> I mean, the credit where credit's due. He has, he has the best moment in- for you would be the prelim in 2013, would it be? If what, four minutes to go, four or five minutes to go? You know it. That's that's the one I remember yeah, running in and I was like, oh, he's, I mean, he's, he's just kicking this goal. Like, there's no, there's no question. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, at the time you think, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> That's no good. But right now you can sort of, I mean, he was a special player. He probably, I don't know how, I would say he's fairly underrated. I mean, in in terms of what he did on the field, you wouldn't hear a lot of people talk about him specifically. Mm. But, I mean, to to be in a successful team for for so long and then to play consistently for 13 years, I mean, there weren't too many weren't too many injuries after that that knee really like I mean there was a no, he had of, injuries had been injuries last year that really I suppose uh stopped him a bit because mm. I thought mm, injuries he probably want to retire but then knowing he was at like 390 Hawthorne Marl 
chuck him on my uh, like get him the four hundred, which they did, which was great. Great. And obviously, they keep playing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what did he finish? Four hundred and seven, I think. Yeah, I think it was about that. It's kind of like the yeah. um, sort of like I think a bit like Melbourne and Nathan Jones. I don't think Nathan Jones is probably in their best twenty six players, but that they got him to to three hundred because that was probably a special moment for, for him and. Like I think sometimes it, it's just it's almost the right thing to do. Uh, in sometimes it's not always uh, about the success you get as a club, but the, the success you can bring to individuals as well, and like how much like that Mark is. Murphy as well. Correct. Yeah. Isn't exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. And just they deserve to get to that milestone, and I think that's the. I think yeah, the Hawks did Hawks Carlton and Melbourne did that really well, which is which was great to see, but. Yeah, look, uh, I'm not going to miss his, his, his goals uh, against Geelong, that's for sure. But <laughs> moving to sort of the, 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 current, the current day Hawks. Now, new coach, instant thoughts. What are you thinking? Obviously an ex-player thinking, uh, thinking he's going to go, okay, take over the sort of the Clarko way or is he going to go down a different, different path, do you think? Um, I think he'll be all right. Um, yeah, knowing obviously he's played under him for obviously probably 10 or so years, 12 years. Obviously, you know, they won four flags, then he went over to West Coast, player coach, helped them win a flag. So, I reckon he's got some brains behind him. Mm. I reckon it'd be very similar style to Clarko, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure about obviously, you know, as all the rumors are, you know, the older players are not too happy. The younger players are happy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's an interesting one. I think it's it could be divided away, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, we've got some people over to play under Clarko and Hawthorne because we were successful. Now Clark has gone on and Hawthorne isn't that successful. We're not playing finals. Correct. I don't see us playing finals for probably another two seasons. Like I'm hoping we finish between 8th and 12th for the next two seasons, but I don't see us making finals. Obviously, blood more kids, get more games, experience, get all the injured players back, like Bill Day, um, Gunston, uh, Impey, um, you know, more game time into Cozzy. Hopefully, yeah. you know, get all, yeah, all these young kids that are still you know, playing. Build them up to you know between twenty instead of I suppose twenty games or fifteen and twenty to now you know thirty forty fifty games. Get that experience in them. Yeah, so hopefully <clears throat> he does come in and have success. Um, if that's I suppose yeah one flag, you know if he's there for ten years, to see one flag like Chris Scott, he came in straight away. Obviously, <laughs> you know anyone could have coached that side, as you know. You know, <laughs> you got there were no. There were, it shouldn't have been no coach at all. Like they coach themselves. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bit like that. I remember Clarko sitting out six or seven weeks, and Brendan Bolton coming in and going five and zero, and everyone thought he was a, a genius. And mm. like that team, that team could have run itself, to be honest. Like <laughs> it was correct. That's it. Sometimes there's just there's just those yeah. things. But it will be interesting to see. I know that obviously coming in as a coach, you got some always. You always have guys that are, are going to be a bit iffy about uh, a new guy coming in. And I guess that's, that's the job as a coach to, to, to put those doubts to rest and get those guys to, to back you in. And uh, 
and I'm sure he'll have a talk with with every single one of them and hopefully mm. the guys that are a bit unsure uh, they they buy in and on what he wants to do with with the team and hopefully it can uh, lead to some success sooner rather than mm. later and I, I mean I'm sure it will I mean you've got some experienced heads and some younger heads and hopefully they they stick around now in terms of uh, uh, younger heads and older heads let's get into some favorite players all time current now if you were to go back if you were to go back to, to the OG days as they call it who was the uh, who's the one player that you, you always wanted to, to watch and who was, who was the favorite back in the day well I suppose before we were successful and we were I suppose in the rough patches and all that type of jazz yeah um, I always liked Trent Crode, Crode, how he played, Crody, which was yeah. like, I suppose, um, Luke Hodge when, before he came. But mm. wasn't that, I suppose, general leadership? He was just that type of player. Yeah. Um, and obviously Crawford, when in, in his heyday, was just, you know, pull at a gate. That was always good. Um, I suppose, yeah, when I was younger, you just you know, look up to anyone, really, who was on the list. <laughs> I mean, it does get a bit like that, doesn't it? It's, mm. I mean, as you as you get a bit older, it's uh, you, you sort of just like the team as a whole and, and like the progression of the young players mm. and whatnot. It's only when you're really, really young where you, where you sort of, sort of have that number on your back. Did you have a number on your back? Was it was it Crody's or or Croft's? <laughs> I never had a number on my back because uh-huh. there was. Too many good players. I'm not one of those people that just have a number on back. <laughs> you didn't it's want to disrespect everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole team. I uh, love it. No, that's good. But that's playing good. junior footy, it was always trying to be number nine and all 24, but never <laughs> <course>. got it. <laughs> <laughs> never, School you, footy, I always got it. <laughs> ah, but yeah, lucky like junior, junior local days, never got it. And then uh, I had number five, which was my favourite number. Oh, and then, funny enough, obviously, Sam Mitchell went from 28 to yeah, number five. Yeah. And obviously, you can't go past, you can't go past him, Luke Hodge, Rioli. The great um, buddy. Buddy for before he went off to the Swans, even though he's still a good player. But, <laughs> he's still know, a good player. What he did was what he did. It's That's a bit salty what he did, but he's still a good player. you got to obviously respect um, the good players. Hundred percent. I mean, it's it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to watch a, mm. a player that was so dominant for you for so many years, sort of probably not have. You know, obviously, he probably didn't have the success he wanted to have after he left the Hawks. Mm. But I know, like, yes. he's still he's still fairly decent now. Like, he's still after a few injuries, he's he's uh, back going great guns for sure. But yeah, Melbourne wasn't really, I suppose, his scenery because you know everywhere you go, they know who you are. Where in Sydney. I suppose back then it was very limited and obviously it's mainly rugby. Like get away. So I think he, yeah, he liked that sort of just get away, walk down the street, no one knows really who you are. Yeah. Um, no, that's and obviously they just won the flag and he wanted to go pretty much. And then obviously we won the flag next year and he still wanted to go. Um, and yeah, he just, I don't know if he had stayed, we would have won. Like, you know, there's the big debate. If he stayed, would we have been, you know, a three-peat? Because it changed, is, obviously, yeah. how our rotations and whatnot. Yeah, dynamic sort the, of changes, doesn't it? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like 20, 2012, he was our main forward and he, I think he hit like two goals, five or something. Yeah, he was very inaccurate grand final day, wasn't he? 
Yeah, so yeah. if he, so I suppose, yeah, then the next year he played a different role. Mm. He wasn't our main target, and obviously we met Frio, and then obviously he left, and then I suppose that role anyone could have taken, and obviously I don't know who who took it, but it worked, and obviously the next three seasons. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose we'll never know. It's always, I suppose, a hit and miss now. If he stayed, would he have been so successful? If he left, clearly we were successful. Successful, so yeah. That's it. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's hard to watch the greats go, but it's good. It's good that we're able to watch them now, and it's the same with mm. myself and and Ablett, like the two of the greats. Like they're even though they they did miss a part of their career while they weren't at your club, you can still sort of respect uh, what they did and. Um, yeah, you just you just move on from that. Well, it's like any player, really. You know, you got Dusty well, Martin, yeah. um, the Bonts coming through now, and Ollie Wine. There's obviously X amount of players probably per side, or even just that one player per side. You're like, I really hope we had him. Well, let's put a trade. Let's you know, let's send four draft picks and four players just for that one player. Mm. <laughs> it's becoming so much yeah. different now, isn't it? Yeah. Now you, you mentioned mm. the Bont there. Uh, obviously, prelim final week coming up. Uh, this weekend, who who have you got winning your prelims? I know, I know that they're, they're difficult tips for you. <laughs> yes, but no, no, no. Who who have you got in the in the Friday night game, and who have you got on Saturday? Who have you got playing off in the, in the GF this year? Well, I don't see the dogs beating Port. I just see the Port's got more run. Obviously, they got the full list where the dogs. Bit injured, Bunce bit, you know, whacked up a bit with his leg. Talor's not playing that well. I don't know if he spit, spat the dummy because they're playing midfield. Who knows? Um, that was, I, did, I, I just don't see them beating Port, especially at where they're playing. Is it in Adelaide? Or yeah, in, they're playing Adelaide Oval, yeah. And yeah, they, looked, yeah. they looked ridiculous yeah. against, against Geelong in that first final. They were just so clean and everything was mm. going to hand and straight through like it was that was one of their best games all year and if they're playing that type of football now and the dogs have sort of just they've essentially lived to where they are now really like, correct yeah because they had a, you know, a bad run they lost what three or f- three the last four i think yes yeah i think it was something like that and mm. you're right like they just i think they're just waiting for someone to just to sort of end their season so they can uh get get onto the uh the off season and, and restart again, although being a fairly s- successful year all year, really. But mm. um, I mean, this is probably the spot they should have got to that they were unlucky to, to lose their that top four spot. And so it's a bit of bit ironic that uh, they beat the Brisbane. What's in the, your uh, thoughts on that one with the timekeeping? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a, oh, I don't know, it's you know. It's, I love I love a good cliche, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring one out here. It is what it is, you know. There's there's so many there's so many different things that happen on the football field, and you, there's sometimes you can kick a goal and you kick a point. Like if you if you kick the set shot and it goes through, then you're all good. But look, yeah, little contests, um, and this is this is obviously all uh, all. Or barring the the umpiring, of course. I mean, I know there's been a lot of talk, so 
but mm. you know if, if it's if it's going your way then then it's going your way and Brisbane had their chances to win even with a low free kick count and look uh, I'm not one to say that a free kick count wins your game because there's been plenty of games where teams lose free kick counts and win games they're just Sometimes they're just second to the ball. Like Port, they, they, like yeah. Port did last two yeah. weeks ago against you guys. Yeah, correct. Because the got... AFL loves you guys a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we did get the rub of the green that night, and it probably it probably stopped us. And and we probably needed more of a, a run type game in that particular game. And mm. getting sometimes getting those free kicks does inhibit you as well because it stops stops the game, stops the flow, and stops your flow, and everyone's stagnant and the way Port were playing was insane. So, um, yeah, it's not always about the free kick here, but <laughs> um, I do think it was, I do think it is the four best teams in the prelims, if, mm. if I'm honest. Brisbane just had a really good finish to the I. year. Yeah, mm. Brisbane just had a good finish to the year. And uh, I think, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think Port will go through um, to the grand final. But what's the uh, who, who's the who are they going to meet in the grand final? Now you don't have to feel pressure from the other side of the screen here, because <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm where most allegiances are lying. Uh, at the I'm stuck on this one. I'll be honest. Really, I'm very stuck. Yeah. Okay, I'm interested. Originally, I wanted would have liked Brisbane play Port, which should have happened last year. But that's what I had at the start of the season. They blew their well. chance. They blew yeah. their chance in prelims last year. Mm. Um, and I was kind of hoping this year would be the year they'll both play off again. But yeah. again, Brisbane weren't, I suppose, having the best season. A couple of injuries again, obviously, and didn't really perform and basically kick straight. If they kick straight, they win the majority of the games. <laughs> they didn't kick straight. And obviously, yeah, last week, unfortunately, we lost. They had the chance, as you were saying earlier. There's lots of moments in games, and they just didn't take them. Mm. Like that... Um, who Hugo, what's his name? McCluggy will Pluggage, yeah. Yep. He had two set shots and he just completely sucked them up. Yeah. You kick those, it's a different game, isn't it? Like the pressure yeah. in finals is so much different. Correct, yeah. So but in saying that, I suppose, yeah, Melbourne obviously bet you guys last round of the season to finish on top. Mm. But you go back, you know, like I suppose the old Hawthorne and Geelong days, you would always beat us and it'll be like less than a kick or ten points. Which you guys with them lately, I suppose, is that now? There's kick off the siren a couple of times, very close, obviously. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I think Melbourne, they got younger legs, so they might run over the top. Mm. And they've got fresh legs, obviously, after having the week off. You guys, obviously, a bit older. Um, I suppose Certainly. saying that <laughs> you can have the oldest like Hawthorne did in 2015, saying we we're too old, too slow. And then, you know, we got flogged in the quarterfinal against West Coast. And then obviously grand final day opposite. So, yeah, I don't know. It just depends. It really depends who takes the key moments in games, as you said earlier. And obviously kicking straight is the key. It's best, yeah, finals, is that's yeah. that's right. Like if, if you're kicking straight, kicking goals, like that, that sounds... It sounds really stupid to say, but if you, if you can just put a cup, if you can kick a couple early, the, the amount of pressure that puts on the opposition, it, it's massive, mm. in, especially in big prelims as well. And 
look, it is it is going to be tight. Like, there's no. I, I think it's going to be quite tight. I think it's going to be under. It'll be under two goals either way. I mean, look, I'm not. I'm going to be biased. I, I know who I'm going for. Like, that's kind of obvious to say. But it, it will be. Yeah, a good it's in the back. It's in your background as well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Can't go wrong. I've got plenty more in front of me here that I've put up. So I'll make sure I, I get no those. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I get a couple of those up for the next. The next one, but look, yeah, Melbourne. It, it, the talk's been all about but Melbourne. See, yeah, but see, they had their chance, especially when you 8-8, and then under pressure, they crumbled. Where you guys obviously have majority of your players pretty much played either last year in the grand final, mm. and obviously years before that. Obviously, yeah, you got maybe, you know, let's say, five, hypothetically. I don't know your team. Five, you know, fresh, really. But you got Cameron, you brought in, he's played in the grand final and lots of finals. Yeah. Smith's won three from Hawthorne, <laughs> lots of finals. Higgins has played in finals, big finals, and performed. Um, There's some experience else. there from other clubs. Like, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And then obviously, you got, I don't know who else you got inside, but even if they're young, you know, say your best 20, 20 players out of 23, you got the experience. Even if they kick the first three goals. No doubt you guys will come back. You've got the experience. Um, yeah, you take your chances, you're in the game, and they're going to crumble. So they haven't really got that. Yeah, They've but... obviously got 2018, but they've also got new players who are, I suppose, fresh to the game and still trying to figure out, I suppose, how to deal with pressure. Mm. But, yeah, if it's a close game, I'm thinking you guys will get up because I think, yeah, obviously the last game you guys – did you have the Willis Cameron playing last game? Uh, yeah, 23? he did play. He did play the last game. Tui and Duncan didn't play the last game we played against them, and that's probably that's right because Duncan had like forty-five touches in the quarterfinal. Right? <laughs> yeah. He was like your quarterback. <laughs> he did. He did, and Tui was out of that game as well. And we, they're two of the best users that we have in our team. Mm. And to miss mm. those guys in those finals was. Yeah, that was that was brutal. I'm a massive fan of Zach Tui. I, I I love him. He's he's also quite a hilarious guy as well. <laughs> he's the he's the funniest bloke. But yeah, he's he's kicking especially a lot. And if you watch last week's game, it was like next level. So hmm. um, and obviously not having Tom Stewart at the moment is is, ki- is killer for for our defense. Obviously being a, being the general as you like as you like to call your man Luke Hodge, and like that's kind of what he. Kind of what he is mm. for Geelong, so, and I think every club's got one of those now because of Luke Hodge. They do, yeah. That's and that's where it started. Hundred mm. percent. That's that couldn't be couldn't be more right. But I think both teams have got both teams got an upside from that round twenty three game. Like I think, yeah, the Cats can take from that game that they're able to have a, a 20, 30 minute period where they can pile on five goals and, and get a lead. Okay, that they, they didn't hold on to that lead in the last. But they know they can they can do that, and then mm. on the other side you've got the D's that know that no matter what point of the game, and no matter what the margin, they can take something that they were able to to wither that margin down, and then eventually get that shot after the siren. And yep. like the cats are three seconds away from winning the game, and and the D's are three seconds away from losing. So I think it's going to be a lot tighter than what people think. I think if Geelong will win, if it's a close game, I, I can only see the D's sort of blowing it out with their run. Uh, but if Geelong had a win, 
they'll probably have to win in a close one for sure. Mm. I mean, I know you, I'm sure you've experienced plenty, plenty <laughs> of close prelim final game. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> just a and, <laughs> Yeah, just just one or two. But yeah, it should be should be. Well, who's winning it? Whoever obviously is playing. So we're both saying obviously Port. Yeah, and obviously if it's a blowout Melbourne. If it's a close one, probably more Geelong. Yeah. But who's obviously winning out of obviously those three sides? Obviously, we're eliminating the dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> we kind of have, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Porter look Porter playing good football at the right time. They sort of got everything together. And look, oh, barring if Geelong leaves the competition after this week, I can I can I can genuinely see them winning. I can see them being fairly similar sides as well, with Port having just a little bit more experience. Mm. But they're fairly similar sides. Like, uh, plus they've got the likes of like Gray and and Boak sort of there in the midfield as well. But besides that, they're almost identical, really. In in my eyes, they've got a lot of lot of young te- lot of young guys. Alir Alir's come out of nowhere. He's become centre half back, all Australian centre half back, and he's killing it. And I mean, they've got Lever and May, both all Australian too. So sort of they, they balance out each other a little bit as well. And I mean, it's really the forward line for, for the D's that needs the to win. The weather kicks the most goals, obviously, will win. That's it. It's a simple game when you put it just like that, isn't it? <laughs> simple game. Now, I will move on to probably not as fast a game as uh, what AFL is. <laughs> so fair to say it's very, very slow and a game that we enjoy quite a lot. Some bit of cricket. That is, we've got the, uh, the ashes coming up, hopefully, uh, in, mm. in the summer. Now, do you see, do you see the same kind of side sort of um, playing for the Aussies or do you see a couple of, couple of changes, maybe a, a debutante or... We could give me a bit of a, a dark horse, maybe that, that hasn't hasn't played, hasn't played before. I'm I'm just thinking there'll be one this this summer. I, I think with with everything going on, it needs to be Alex Carey. Okay, if he's like keeping it. or not keeping, he's got to be in the eleven. I don't see Maddie Wade playing anymore. No, I think so. He's he'll done. come in, you know, like you know, about six or seven, whatever Carey is. Um, and then that WA bloke, that Josh Ingles or Inglis? Or... Josh Inglis, yeah, good call. That's the I one. I like yeah. that, yeah. Good of the gloves, obviously, like Kerry. Another keeper. Good of the bat. <laughs> yeah, yep. but yeah, you can have five keepers, like if they can bat, you want batsmen who can make runs and score. Correct. And that's I mean, what he's been doing. Mm, just guys that make runs. Like that's what you need against a quality team mm. as well. Like mm. they're going to bring roots in some good form. Um, that like if if Ben Stokes is playing, like he's another fantastic player. So look, they're they're going to bring some 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 high quality players over here. And look, it's, it, it won't be easy, that's for sure. Oh, it's not going to be not going to be easy in the slightest. But uh, yeah, I, I I've said this before on the podcast, I think, and and possibly to a lot of people now that I now that I think about it. But my favorite, my favorite all-time fast bowler is Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> I am a massive Jimmy Anderson fan. Um, I, I think they're playing, they're playing as India at the moment. I'm just watching him absolutely tear it up. And 
Like he's is that before he was thirty or after he was thirty? I mean, he, he's just as good either side, isn't he? Like mm. <laughs> he's taken the most wickets of any fast bowler, and look, he's still I think he's thirty nine now and, and still rolling. So I'm hoping we can uh, we can have the Ashes so I can maybe watch him one more time in person. <laughs> but yeah, they've got some quality bowlers as well. Like. Mm. It's uh, definitely will be a good um, series, and hopefully, yeah, we don't have a series like I suppose India, where you know we go in heavily favourites and playing pretty much their second eleven side or third eleven side, and can't even perform. Yeah, that was uh, I did, yeah, that was uh, that was quite. I mean, I didn't want to use the word woeful, but it, it really was like to, to lose that convincingly. Like we didn't even we didn't look like it that whole summer really. I think we should have Jarvo playing for us. <laughs> oh, that's that's some amazing oh. stuff. I can't believe is it three times now that guy's managed to get yeah. on the, on the Every field? Every test. Yep. I don't the I don't, oval, the, I don't believe it. It's it's ridiculous. But yeah, for those of you who don't know, this guy has come on to come onto the field in, in the last three tests in England and done something to do with with cricket, like I think last game he, he he ran from the boundary all the way to to bowl a ball or something in in the middle, yeah. and then he was looks like he was setting fields another time, and it was oh, this guy must have and he a walked lot out the bat of, too. It was yeah, he was wearing pads. Was he wearing that was pads the last and stuff? Test. That yeah. was the last yeah. one. Yeah, I, so he's done he's done all three skills and cost himself <laughs> a fair bit of money, but got himself a fair bit of fame in in, in the process uh, too. But yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And look, yeah, in terms of the Aussies, let's uh, fingers crossed we can uh, win the Ashes and can be some sort of a successful summer. Yeah, and hopefully someone make well not someone but a couple make a big score because we haven't really had big scores lately. Like no, we over like... four hundred, even five hundred, nothing. Get to the you know the seventies, the eighties, nineties. Just haven't hit that three figures, or if they do, they're just you know passing it. They're not getting you know the one eighty, the two hundreds, which we see Joe Root doing nearly every second game. <laughs> he's in he's in some wonderful uh, form. I think the number one bat yeah. now. In the world, in, in on the on the test arena, so yeah, it is even be... Kane, Kane, what's his name, Will, Williamson or Williamson? Yeah, Williamson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, he's or oh, he's another type of player. I love watching him, but next level, isn't he? Yeah, he's taking yeah. his game to the next level. There's some, there are some quality quality batsmen at the moment. Like mm. I think we're staff for choice, not staff for choice. It's certainly like seeing all those guys, um, making so many runs, like. I, I, I what I mean. I'm a huge Test cricket fan. Love Test cricket, as I'm sure you are as well. And doesn't matter if they're playing Australia or not. Like uh, I could watch Test cricket still for, watching it. for days. <laughs> like it, <laughs> the best. I love Test cricket and can't get enough. And I, I mean, I don't know if many people share that same. <laughs> yeah, that there'd be a few, a small percentage, I reckon. Oh no doubt, and we're we're in that small percentage. But hey, that's what we that's what we enjoy. <laughs> Now, we'll, we'll finish up there. We'll get into uh, what will be our, our final segment of the show with uh, everyone's favourite segment, The Draft. So we'll be uh, right back after this with The Draft. And we're back with the third segment of the Under Pressure podcast. Joining me here today, as I've mentioned before, is Jarrett, one of my good uni mates. 
and we are going to get into what is the last little bit of the podcast, which is the draft. Now, the draft is a bit of a bit of a segment where we where we have a look at uh, where we take turns in in drafting certain things. So, uh, for instance, could be fast food chains and different things like that, and you you got to work out what the other person is going to take and and different things like that. So, originally for the for those listening, uh, I I first heard this. Uh, on a podcast with an NBA player, JJ Redick. He does uh, does this segment as well. And uh, I thought it was uh, quite clever, quite funny, and some, there were some different different drafts out there. So I thought I'd uh, get on his coattails and uh, I'll add it to my podcast as well. That'll be probably the last time I explain that. I've done that on every single podcast so far. But yeah, that's, that's sort of the gist of uh, what we're going to be doing. Now I've given I've given you some time, Jared, to think about uh, whether you would like the uh, first overall pick or whether you're going to take two and three. So uh, I'll leave that I'll leave it in in your hands. Would you like pick one or pick two and three? Well, considering I like Luke Hodge and Hawthorne, I'm going to go pick pick one. Oh, he's going to go pick one. All right, all right. Kick things off for us. Pick one in the sporting movies draft. What are you going with? I'm going to go with Happy Gilmore. Oh, good choice. Good choice. I love that movie. You can never, you can never watch it enough. Like, and no, it's it's one you that... keep on watching and you can do it every week, every day. You still get a laugh. <laughs> That's it. And, and you keep like, and you remember so many different things, like different mm. lines and stuff. And oh, the amount of things that I reel off from that movie is uh, insane. But Good, good choice in that. Good choice in pick one. That's for sure. I am. I'm. I'm a little annoyed now. I, I did have that on my list. <laughs> All right. Now for pick two, my first pick. I'm gonna go. Oh, look. It's 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 probably my all time favorite. It's and it's and it's Space Jam. I've got to roll with Space Jam. It's uh one of the first first ever that I've watched. Um, I still watch it to this day. Watch it with the brothers and. I haven't actually um, made the time to, to watch the second one with everything going on, but uh, I'm going to find the time to watch that one with, with the fam because it's kind of like a family thing. But, yeah, Space Jam is going to be my pick too. Just can't go wrong with Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes taking on the Monstars, can you? Yeah, that was a flip up. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, Happy Gilmore or Space Jam? I, know, I, I, I think fairly to, good fairly two first picks, I think, in, in terms of... Sporting movies. Now, in terms of pick three and my second pick, so many to choose from. Oh, do I? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Coach Carter. With pick three, <laughs> as I say that, I'm ta- I think I've taken his next pick. <laughs> Apologies, Jared. Yeah. yeah, that's that's another that's another classic <laughs> movie. Uh, I think yes. there's been. Oh, I, to be to be honest, I probably haven't watched it in a while, and I probably should. It's uh, it is just one of those classics, isn't it? Like mm. basketball. I'm a massive fan of basketball movies, as as you can tell by my first two picks. <laughs> um, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I mean, it was uh, it was released back in like I'm pretty sure it was like 2005. So it's like it's a very very old movie, but it's still mm. just. And I suppose we being coaches and teachers, it just relates to us as well. 
yeah and i think that's i think that's why <laughs> we get the enjoyment out of it and look mm. samuel jackson does a, a pretty ripping job uh as the head coach so look oh, yes that that was my that was my next pick all right i'm sorry that i've uh, probably taken a couple of your picks there mate <laughs> but who are you going with with pick four yeah, well, pick four. Um, it's a bit of a toss-up, but I have to can't go past the Mighty Ducks after you've taken oh. obviously Space Jam and Coach Carter. Can't mm-hmm. go past Mighty Ducks, which is very similar, I suppose, to um, Coach Carter in a way, because you got Coach Bombay. Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so similar in a way. Obviously, it's more hockey based. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that pick. That's a, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, there's three different things to it. One, two, and three, I think. Sure. Yeah, it's a whole, yeah, whole yeah, series, well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like and again, like, it, like the other three picks already, you can just turn it on, watch it, and you can still, you know, pick out a couple of bits and pieces from each movie. And it's still, you know, yeah, it's, it's a good watch and obviously a good laugh. At obviously, some bits and pieces around the movie. But yeah, can't go past that one. Oh, no, nah, completely Money agree. Ducks. Pick <laughs> completely. four. Pick four, all right. All right, you're going pick five. What are you, what are you rounding off the halfway mark at? Ooh. I'm going to say dodgeball. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, that's yeah. the funny side of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. And I obviously, mean, again, you know, they're all similar. Obviously, there's a coach behind the team and... You know, or yeah, similar and we relate to it. And yeah, again, it's just the funny side of it, really. It's more, yeah. It's less your serious of, uh, type of movie, isn't it? It's more, yeah, it is on the, uh, it's a comedy, yeah. essentially. I mean. Yeah, comedy. That's the word I was trying to <laughs> I mean, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller, they are some funny guys. Uh, and mm. when you put them in a movie, and especially a sport one, like, they play those you characters. You know, it's going to be good. Perfect. Like, <laughs> you know, it's going to be good. Yeah. They, like. They've picked the perfect, like they've cast the perfect people for that. And look, yeah, definitely that was definitely on my list. And now I'm gonna find it, <laughs> gonna find it hard now to uh, get the next one in. But uh, all right, pick six, my third pick. Oh, there's. Look, I'm probably I'm gonna go with the more the the less comedy side, uh, of uh, the movies, sporting movies, and I'm gonna go with. Blindside. I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, it's no. a, it's a, it's a, it's a rugby movie. So, um, look, I probably don't watch a whole lot of rugby myself, but sometimes the way people do and, and write movies, and um, I think it's, yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know what the word is. It, motivational. That, that's that's the word for it. Uh, it's a real, it's a real mo- motivational movie, and and it really uh, clutches at the the heartstrings sometimes, and sometimes that can be good. Sometimes you just need need a little bit of that, and look, it probably looks at the the softer side of of, of sport as well as even though it being a rugby f- movie, it sort of takes a, a look on the soft side as well, and uh, obviously stars Sandra Bullock, and she's been uh, she's been fairly good. Uh, over over her act, yeah. acting career, so uh, I think uh, it's it's a definitely if you haven't had a watch of The Blind Side, it, it's definitely uh, one to one to chuck on your list uh, for sure. Like there's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, get get The Blind Side on your list. So that's the that's 
that's pick six now that we've done. We're up to. Mm-hmm. All right. So coming around the bend, pick seven. I'm going to get a bit of I'm going to get a bit of baseball in the mix here, and I'm going to go uh, with Moneyball. Now, now <laughs> I, I watched I've watched this one in the last maybe year and a bit, and I've probably watched it two or th- not probably three or four times since then, just because. I'm a big fan of like the, the behind the scenes and and everything like the GMs do and and with the trades and and behind mm. and the way they they move players on and 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 sort of and I love how it has an actual story to it. I, I wouldn't have thought that something like this would have a story, but I'm, um, Brad Pitt's the sort of your main guy is the GM, and then he brings in this guy that has really nothing to do with uh, baseball at all, and but he looks at the numbers, crunches the numbers and, and, and gets it done. And, and look, he, he gives the, gives Brad Pitt picks that maybe you wouldn't have thought were the right ones, but they worked over time and people couldn't see that ahead of time. But um, that, that guy was played by Jonah Hill. That's right. Jonah Hill. He's a, usually, usually does more of the comedies sort of stuff, but I think this one was more, one of his more serious ones, but it was a, it was it was a really good movie, and again another one to to put on your your sporting list if you haven't haven't checked that one out and sort of like the behind the scenes mm. uh, sides of sport because you don't really get to see that in movies sometimes. No, you don't. Which mm. there needs to be more of I reckon. Like there's documentaries, but they're not not so much I suppose movies. Mm, yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Now pick eight. Who who have you got? You got these are your last two last two picks in a row here. What are you what are you going to roll with? Oh, in a row. Now yeah. that's changed my thinking. You've got I eight. Thought and, I had one. <laughs> you've got eight and nine. You've got eight and nine. Oh well, it's a bit of a throw up, but obviously, I suppose no particular order. So pick eight or nine, no yep. matter where you put them. <laughs> the longest yard. Oh, I love that. The blind side. So wait, didn't I just go the blind side? Yeah, I went blind side with my uh, with pick five, man. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, the longest yard I think it was is... Pick um, five. No, it might have been my fourth pick, but yeah. Yeah, uh, it might have been pick four. Um, <laughs> longest okay, yard, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. The longest yard. Um, yeah, Adam Sandler, another, one. another, another <laughs> classic, another yep. funny one. Uh, it is a good watch, yep. that one. It is a good watch, that one. Uh, I, it is. I, have a, I don't think I've watched it in a while, though. It's... um. Yeah, it's been, for me it's, it's been a while. Yeah. It's a classic though. It comes on mm. whenever it comes on on the TV. You're just like, yeah, let, let's get into that. And look, it, it's it's a lot funnier than people think, actually. And yeah, I mean, it's it kind of has that uh, what's it called? That stupid humor. Like sometimes you can just be you can be funny, but sometimes there's a bit of stupid humor. And I've with Adam Sandler, there's there's always a bit of stupid humor in, yeah. <laughs> in everything and, he does. Which I suppose in this. Society today, there's we've lost, I suppose, that way. Unfortunately, well, that, that's it. You that's just, it. You still need, obviously, I suppose, every humor. But yeah, with Adam Sandler, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a funny movie. One, a funny movie at all. So that's it. And look, he's he's featured a few sporting ones now, and then another <laughs> one on the list too. So look, there's, I don't know if this one i don't know if this one's going to feature but he's also been in in the waterboy as well like it's all sort of sport related in a way so look he features in a in a few have you got have you got your pick have you, nine or have i or have i ruined it have you seen um 
same. Have you picked the Water Boy or Remember the Titans yet? Oh no, no, I haven't. Oh no. Oh, that's a. I'm gonna go with Remember. Yeah. Remember the good old times. I, I knew I was forgetting. Was, uh... I knew I was forgetting one. Oh, that's that's a killer. That's a so steal. That's... That is a steal What's at that? pick nine. Pick nine. That's yeah, a steal go, so... at pick nine. I've completely made a blunder there. <laughs> oh, I should have got that one. Oh. See, that was that was the one I thought you said instead of what was the other one? Blind the blind side. side. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I got mixed up. <laughs> one, but yeah. yeah. So remember the Titans. <laughs> oh, that is a classic. That is. Oh, I can't. I can't get enough of that one. That's a. That's a ripping movie and, and an absolute steal at pick nine. <laughs> I can't believe I've, I'm really annoyed at myself now that I forgot that. Oh, As I right. said, I thought, I thought you had that earlier, but I'll take that <laughs> at pick nine. 100%. 100%. All right. All right. Pick 10. I'm going to go, I'm going to go a bit left field. It's actually one that I had, haven't mentioned um, yet. And this one's called Draft Day. Now, Ooh, this movie, it's got uh, Kevin Costner and he's, uh, he's a GM, again, sort of like, a, a, uh, sort of like Moneyball a little bit, but more, more in-depth. He's the yep. GM of um, the Cleveland Browns. It's an NFL sort of uh, spin on it. And it has like everything that you would expect um, on a day uh, for an NFL team and they all sit in this room and um, do the draft from a particular room and they're picking players and, and dealing players out and swapping picks and, and it's like the real um, real life sort of set that they have on. Yeah, just uh, Googling it now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly right. It's a, it's a great one. Um, it, it really gets into the, um, the depths of, of NFL and has a bit of a backstory behind it as well before all that sort of ha- the drafting sort of happens towards the end of the day. And it's, I don't know, I don't reckon many people would have heard of draft day before. Um, but if you're an NFL fan, I would definitely get on this movie for sure. Uh, it, I'll be watching it probably on the weekend. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. But yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a, it's a quality movie and, uh, I think I might. I think I might do the same. I haven't. I haven't seen it in a while. The NFL season is starting soon. I might. Yeah, uh, it is actually. I might. I might get on it before the weekend arrives with the, the start of the NFL season. But yeah, definitely chuck that in there and a bit of a left field one for for pick ten there. So I wanted to chuck that in because it is one on one of the faves. So that is yeah that is that is but that is all we have time for unfortunately on the Under Pressure podcast for for another week. Um, remember to, to check in with, with all the socials, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we've got our Facebook at Under Pressure Podcast. Give that a like. Uh, Instagram and Twitter we're on as well, uh, Under Pressure 1 underscore. So check us all out on our socials. Uh, plus, the podcast will be released on all our platforms, the, the Podbean app, of course, uh, also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and Google Podcasts as well. And if you could give us a sus- subscribe on there, that would be fantastic too. And of course, wouldn't be the, wouldn't be a show without uh, getting a bit of a plug out. If you if you know anyone would, who would love to be a sponsor of the Under Pressure Podcast, that would be fantastic. Hit us up on our socials. That would be great. Jarrett, thank you for joining us on, on this podcast. It's been great to have you on, and great to have a chat after a long while. 
thanks for having us and yeah it's been yeah good chat good talking to you no worries man appreciate that and thanks for listening everyone and we'll see you on the next